All right, many of you saw the interview that I did with Kaylin Kara Walker, the actor from Superfly, who's been accused of uh, uh, raping over 12 or 15 women. Um, and he also had told me about a private relationship that he had with Halle Berry, an alleged private relationship, and how he wanted to you know, get that information out there. Well, Damage Blue, I'm getting ready to meet up with uh, two of the victims who are responding to that interview. And I mean, I left that interview oh, feeling wow. that I was trying to give the platform to kind of see where he was in it all, not really trying to, you know, cast doubt on his innocence. But I will say I came out of that interview feeling like he was very narcissistic and actually used the interview to weaponize his uh, anger or frustration with these victims and and actually went after them and Kaylani. And so I wanted to be fair and give them the platform to talk with us about it. But I don't know. I mean, this is a really sick situation. I'm so relieved you're doing this because a lot of times media outlets give the platform to the person who's accused, but they don't level it out by giving a, a alleged victims a chance to say their side of the story. So I love that you're doing both sides so you don't seem biased. Um, but I agree with you. What I saw from your interview with him made me very nervous. I know this is all alleged and I, I want the truth to come out, but he had a, several red flags that I think anybody who's been around an abuser might have recognized the way that I did. Yeah, I don't got respect for homie. I, I don't like him at all. Somebody came on my Instagram, uh, a friend of a friend, and told their whole story on my Instagram page. So, I mean, it, it, there's people that even ha are not a part of this case that have accusations against this man because that person is mm -hmm. not a part of the case. I think he's a, a disgusting individual. And, you know, we'll see if justice will be served. Well, one thing for sure, one thing for sure, you know, when you think about a sociopath or a person who is like extreme narcissistic, has extreme narcissistic tendencies or behaviors, you think about somebody that has like no emotion. I didn't get any emotion from him on the show. He didn't, he didn't show that he had any connection to any of the allegations that were out there. And I don't know if that was him coaching himself through it to say, hey, I'm going to go on and just say all this crazy shit and, and, and act like I'm innocent no matter what and at all costs. Uh, he aired that Kehlani had an abortion. He talked about their sexual relationship. He then went in the same interview and said that if she wants to have a private conversation with him, he can't, she can. I mean, to me, there were a lot of sick things when I looked at the video back and after having contact with Kehlani and these, these alleged victims, I just felt like it was important to add their voice to the conversation. What's stunning to me was his lack of self-awareness, though. Like, you could tell that he did not realize how badly he was coming off, right? And what's, there's this thing that I don't like to diagnose people because I'm not a doctor and I, and I haven't talked to him or diagnosed him properly, but he does display a lot of the tenets of a malignant narcissist. And a malignant narcissist is somebody like Donald Trump who literally feels like they're more charming and more convincing than they really are when everybody else is staring at them horrified and can see right through them. So I think that the the people who are accusing him deserve their time to talk because we already believe them. So why not let them finish telling their story? Yeah, and some of the things that are interesting to me, I heard rumors that Halle Berry allegedly bailed him out of jail and has some weird, interesting relationship with him. I've also heard that you know oh, wow. he's still out doing photography. I guess he used photography to lure these women in, still some women allegedly underage, that he's still out now, even on bail, while he's still facing these serious charges, having uh, photo shoots with young women. And so these girls are not here just to speak for themselves, but they're also here to speak for other victims and other potential victims that may be out there. And I'm gonna ask everything to Sydney Stafford and Tierra Kelly. All right, so Sydney Stafford and Tierra Kelly, welcome. Um, so we tried to do this last week and the internet, it just wasn't right, but I wanted to make sure that I get, had a more personal connection with you, given the fact that we're talking about something really serious. As you know, 
recently we had um, actor KR on the show. Um, he's somebody who you all have um, made allegations that he's sexually assaulted you. Um, and those are really serious allegations. And we're in the world of Me Too where there's some people who are sitting back saying, Me Too is just running reckless with no guardrails. Anybody can make any allegation. Then on the other side, there's women whose voices have not been heard for a long time and that have been victimized and are still being victimized. And so I sit in the middle wanting to share a space with people who may have allegations against them that aren't true, but then also allow uh, victims to have uh, a platform. So thank you for participating. Now, what um, drew me to you two was, you know, KR had come on the show and showed no emotion, showed no acknowledgement of any wrongdoing. Um, and I think what sparked a little additional interest for me and wanted to keep pursuing this, the answers to all the questions that the audience has was the fact that he had lied to me about the question I asked about Halle Berry. And I feel like if you lie about one thing, you're probably lying about others. So I wanted to give voice to the voiceless. So welcome to the show. Now, um, Sydney, you've been very vocal on Instagram. Uh, you're one of the few videos that I saw come out against KR. Tell me how you met him and what your relationship with him was. Uh, so we met, so basically I was introduced to him as a photographer through other models who had worked with him. And they were telling me you should go work with him. And at the time, I didn't understand that these were girls that he kind of was coaching, I guess, and like, helping him get other girls to go to. So I reached out to him under the preface of like shooting and music and that was it. And, and we, you guys met on Instagram or? Yes, through or, Instagram. So okay. I DM'd him and then he responded. And that same day that the transaction happened, I went over to his house thinking that I was gonna be taking digitals and talking about modeling and things of that sort. I was young, like I'd. How old were you at the time? I had just turned 19, like just turned 19. Okay, and you're from LA? Yes. Okay, so you message him on Instagram. Now the girls that told you about him, were they mm -hmm. people that had shot with him before or, or they were recruiters? They were people who shot with him before and I personally feel like they were recruiters. I mean, especially watching how all of this has gone down currently and how he's been recruiting girls. Mm -hmm. It only makes sense to me that these girls, or he just convinced them so well that they were the perfect candidates to protect him. So they reached out to you and said, hey, shoot with this guy, or? Well, I mean, I would go out to clubs with, hey, I'm a model, I would go to clubs and stuff and hang out with friends, and they'd be like, oh yeah, I shot with him, or I'd see him through Instagram, like, and then also he was kind of sort of like a public figure, so I'm like, okay, like all these girls are shooting with him, I should feel safe to shoot with him. Mm -hmm. And so when you reached out to him on Instagram, did he instantly reach back? What was the conversation? Um, he reached back, in which he like asked me for my phone number and then I gave him my phone number and then from there that same day I went to his house that night over mm -hmm. off of Coldwater I believe it was. And so when you were going over there what was your intention? Modeling, shooting, needing somebody to like help me figure it out. I was young, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, mm -hmm. I just wanted some help. Mm -hmm. So you get to his house and then what happens? Um, I get there, we walk into, I walk in and we're sitting like in this gym area and he kind of like starts pitching to me the idea of prostitution without really using the words of prostitution. So like telling what, what me, telling me basically like if I put X amount of money in and then I have sex with him and he records a video of me having sex with him that he will send it to like all of these celebrities and then we'll make money. And I'm just like sitting there knowing something's wrong and going wrong in my head. Like I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. Like let me get out of this very uncomfortable situation that I found myself in. So. I went to go put on clothes, I went to go put on um, a, I want to say it was a bathing suit or lingerie, I can't remember at the very second, but it was something to take pictures for my digital in. Mm -hmm. 
And then he came into the bathroom while I was changing and like came and walked in a circle around me and told me like I needed to do this, that, and the other. I needed a trainer, I couldn't model, da da da. So after that, I'm still like obviously in survival mode. So I'm trying to survive what's happening at that moment. So he's like, let me just give you a ride back to your car. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let me go back to my car. For some reason, when we get down to his car, I can't remember, I wanna say there was stuff in the front seat, but for some reason I got in the back seat. And so I got in the back seat, and from there I sat on plastic covers on the seat, and I knew exactly what was, hap what was happening from that point. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't call for help. I was in a parking garage, so I didn't have service, and I was locked in the car. And from there, I just kind of froze. And then there was a moment that I asked him to stop, and I told him I didn't want him to continue, and I needed him to stop. And he told me he was almost done and to wait till he was done. When you say continue, meaning at this point he was... Raping me. Inside you. Okay. Yes. And so... When you got in the back seat, did you, were you, when you got in the back seat and he got in the back seat, what did you think was happening? He got in the front seat originally the front and then seat. he crawled into the back seat. Mm -hmm. So, but when I was in the back seat and I felt the plastic and then the doors were locked, I was like, okay, like the here we are. The plastic what? It was literally like plastic covers. Like, you know when like you get like a new couch or something like that? Like a tarp like or something? Like a, like okay. Like plastic to protect the chairs. Okay, got it. Yeah. And so... When he's in the now, so when he climbs in the back seat, why didn't you just leave or why didn't you get out? I was frozen. It was a trauma response. And I think that's, and I'm kind of glad that you brought that up because I think that's a big part of this case is like, because of how everything went down, a lot of these girls froze and their trauma response was to freeze. So now to come up and like say that this happened to me, people judge because they don't understand the idea of coercion. They don't understand the idea of being put in an uncomfortable situation because. In society, when we think of rape, we think a man holding a woman down and raping her, basically. That's the only idea that society has of rape, but that's not the only type of rape there is, and I think that that has to be highlighted as well. Mm -hmm. So what made him think that you wanted him in the backseat? I mean, was there ever any time, I mean, you guys only met in a day, so was there any time in the day, whether it's DMs or in that shoot that he would have thought that you wanted him that way? No, and like, as you could see, like through the DMs that I like showed you guys where he was like deleting DMs and stuff, like it's very evident, like I was there looking for work and nothing more than work. And like for that to have changed in like less than 24 hours would be ridiculous, so no. So the DMs are what you posted online. We posted those on Hollywood Unlocked. Mm -hmm. I know, in those DMs, were those the DM responses to the day that it happened? Yes. Okay, and that was back when? That was 2017. Okay, so th this isn't just like last week or a week before when it became news. This was something that you had responded to back then. I've been making YouTube, YouTube videos about this since 2018. The only thing is I just started calling him out around like, one, like 2020, 2019, 2020. Mm -hmm. But I've been speaking on being raped for a very long time. Okay, because I asked him about when, why all this is happening now, and, and this is what he had to say. I find it very strange and ironic, but I, I've seen this happen in the business before. So I'm not really surprised. Um, when I made Superfly, I didn't really post on social media about what I was doing. I'm a very low key dude. Like when I'm making moves, I like to make moves in silence. After it was announced I was on Superfly, then these random allegations start coming out of nowhere. Once I made a little, I think when people are at home and you're seeing somebody that you've been around before, you don't like, or you secretly feel a way about that you don't want them to succeed or you didn't think they would succeed, when you see them doing something or accomplishing something, it makes you feel a way, whether it's bitter, envious, jealous, and that can cause people to do very, very, and say very, very harsh things. That's why I find the timing very tricky and strange that as soon as I'm in a major feature film and I have a lead role, now all of a sudden all these allegations came out. I want to remind you, Jason, I have no 
criminal history. So what do you say to that? I say that this man could not do anything for me that I haven't done for myself twofold. And that's like the large part of it is like he's nobody. When people see his name, he's nobody. And he's not even important enough for me to say his name and give him that publicity. He's not important. What's really important are all of these girls whose lives were changed forever because of a choice that he made. And so you've gone on record to say that there's about 21 girls, allegedly, that he's raped or sexually assaulted. There are probably more. There's, there's probably more. I mean, like, through me coming out and just talking about it, like, that's how we met. Like, and I mean, not met, but like how we found out, like, eventually, like, girls start to come out when they realize they're not the only one. That's why I was finally ready to say something when I was like, wow, I'm not the only one. Like, I thought I was crazy. Mm -hmm. And so two of the girls <laughs> since then I've seen are allegedly minors. Yes. Um, how old? 16. And so do, or do they have similar stories, or what are their stories? One of the girls from what I understand was from a little bit further back in the day when, I want to say 2014, she said, was when it happened. But I think that his motive, not his motive, his way of doing things kind of changed and became more like. Because I'm like, this, how he was with me, and like even I have a friend that was 17 that he like raped back then and it was a situation. And the girls that I heard later tell me the story is kind of the story that you said of him saying he was gonna record videos and, or send me pictures and stuff and I'll send it to Drake or whatever and why did, like why did he bring that. up Drake's name? Mm -hmm. Because I don't know why he was bringing up celebrities, I guess, as clout to try to like Same reason seem, he brings up Kehlani. Se <laughs> seem like he's more, I guess, reputable yeah. to girls of like, oh yeah, I know so-and-so, I'm working with so-and-so. Because I think this is after he became more of a SoundCloud rapper. Because when I met him, that's where he was. Okay, so Tierra, to. you met him, you all were working together. Was it working together in music or working together no, in photos. photos? So is it the same story as Sydney that he lured you in or you sought him yes. out to take photos? No, I didn't saw him out. He tweeted me because um, I already was a model. I came out here from New York. I just moved out here, 2014. So he messaged me on, no, tweeted me on Twitter. I was like, yeah. He was like, let's shoot. I was like, let's go. Let's shoot. DM'd him. He said he worked with my friend. So for me, like she said, that's a, okay. You're you felt cool. like you could trust him. You're safe. I can work with you. He was like, okay, I'll come pick you up. I didn't drive. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. During the ride, he's trying to sell me this whole thing about how he wants to help my friend that he told me about. And like, I knew she was young and trying to get herself together. So I'm like, yeah, that's really nice. Like, that's really caring that you would want to help somebody out. You want to help this young person get there. And he had this whole plan of like, I want to have a model house and help young models and get them housing and like set up a whole thing to shoot them, blah, blah, blah. We get to his apartment that he's selling me that his mom owns this whole apartment building and blah, 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 which I'm like, she got this apartment, where's the money at? But anyways, um, go in there, get ready to take photos. He said he's testing lights for Karuchi, a shoot with Karuchi this same week. Um, I've done stuff like this before. I've, you know, test shooting, that's not unnormal. So, yeah. So I was cool with that. Right after we shoot, he's like, oh, let me play you this song. Like, I'm about to drop it on SoundCloud. Let me know what you think of it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I listen to music. All my friends are DJs. Cool. We're vibing. I'm like, yeah, this is a cool song. Like, whatever. At that moment, that's when he starts talking about, like, he has an interview with Complex, and he wants 
uh, I guess he never messed with a black girl before. People think that he never messed with a black girl. And another person has told me this exact same story um, that he said this to them, which I'm like, if you never mess with a black girl, how'd you mess with Kaylon if she's a black girl? Um, and then right where he's like, yeah, I'm gonna give you $4,000 if I have sex with you. So it could be real. And I'm like, why do you have to have sex with me to make it real? You could just lie. Like, niggas lie all the time. He's like, no. Lie in the sense that he would release a tape to... Uh, what, what, no, what? he didn't say nothing about a tape with me. Okay. He was just like, I will pay you to have sex with me. So he wouldn't lie in his complex interview about having sex with a bunch of women or whatever right, right, and he okay. tried to make he tried to make himself seem like i'm this shy boy like no one likes me i'm awkward like i'm really nice and i'm just trying to like help people no one's really da 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 and at that moment no one really knew that was before superfly so fuck all that and i'm bigger than him i did black panther <laughs> period mm -hmm. so yeah so then while he's trying to say i'm like mm, nah i was like i'm gonna need I, I don't like that. Like, I, I'll admit, I've done sex work. I'm a stripper, but I've never had sex. Mm -hmm. I strip. I dance. That's a whole nother ball game. Um, and I was like, mm, nah, I'm not, not cool with that. And, like, literally while I'm about to get up to go. Were you, were you were about to say, I'm not going to do that for that. Were you guys having a conversation on what price you would do something with him at? Um, like I said, I'm a sex worker. So, like, if you give me bands... I'll, I'll think about it, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to see like cash at hand, and I'm mm -hmm. also queer, so like I, like I also, really... also think it's important to know for people watching that you can be a sex worker and still get raped. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. very much if if a person does not say, and this is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, if a person does not give you consent, whether you're in a relationship, whether it's a stranger, whatever, if they don't say yes, if they're not, or in the act they're saying no. You need to stop. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean keep going. And I said, no, I was crying. Like, mm -hmm. I'm about to cry now. Like, I was crying while it was happening. Mm -hmm. And I said, stop. And he did the same thing. Like, I'm going to keep going without a condom at that. And I felt very uncomfortable even after, like, I made him immediately take me home. I kept texting him, like, yo, I'm not cool with this. Like, I feel um, like it doesn't hit you till after. Like, yo, I was raped. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck? And... Like, after I told friends, like, around me, like, I don't know what to do. Because you don't know to go to the cops about some shit. I got molested at 10 years old, and I don't even know who that dude is. Like, if I saw him right now, that was, like, my best friend's mother's boyfriend at that time. So, if that shit could happen to me at 10, you don't think that, like, that shit can happen to me when I'm older? Like, one out of five women are raped in their lifetime. Like, one out of five. One out of three before they're fucking 18. Like, that's fucking sick. You can't watch TV, movies, without seeing a woman getting assaulted, and it fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. And people just keep putting it out there. Like, why the fuck would someone lie about that? He ain't nobody. Mm -hmm. Why would I lie about... It's embarrassing, honestly, for me to say that I got raped by him. Mm -hmm. it, I feel like that's why a lot of people kept quiet for a while, because the situations... Even when I told the detective, and she was like, don't feel odd like don't feel that your story like is odd or that you feel 
you know, embarrassed because this had happened to multiple people. Everyone had the same story. And I've had people tell me the same story in the same apartment downtown on Fig. And he can't say he ain't lived there. So yeah. let me wait, let me let me jump in real quick and let me let me go back. So what year did this happen with you? 2014. And you were active on Twitter then talking about it, mm -hmm. right? And the month after he tweeted about it was December. He tweeted for the new year, like, oh, what y'all want to see for the new year come for me from New Year. And I was like, I want you to stop hurting people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was back in 2014. Yes, I tweeted mm -hmm. that 2014. And after that, everywhere I went and he was there, he would try to apologize or like come close to me. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, back up. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want to talk to you. Back up. Like, why are you trying to communicate with me? When I noticed when I was out and he did it to my friend and we both were like, and I'm like, I'm noticing her acting weird. And she told me it happened to her. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is the thing. So when 2018, when I found out he was arrested for it, I already told people around me. That's how I even knew when the article came out because I already told the people around me, yo, if you see this dude, this dude raped me, I don't, don't mess with people in the music business, a lot of people that I know. So when it came out, I spoke against it. I spoke about it or whatever. And then went to detectives, of course, you gotta go through that whole system. And he got out on bail for a million dollars. But before we get too deep in mm -hmm. that, so let's go back. So in 2014, when you put the allegations out, nobody heard you, nobody responded. Nobody. It wasn't like no one responded. Like I said, I felt in embarrassed. So only like my. But I mean, you tweeted in a public platform, but yeah. nobody came to your defense or nobody rescued you to hold them accountable, I mean, right? I don't think I put into details that I was like, hey, I'm raped by Got this it. person. Okay. So no one's. Me just being like, I don't want you to hurt anyone anymore. I don't. You don't think people would put two and two together? Did, both, did either one of you file charges at the time with the police um, that this had happened to you? Like the day of? Yeah, like the day of or the next day. And, and if not, why? I think that, well, for me personally, and you got to think about it. I'm 5'8", right? So to say I was raped by somebody the same size as me, probably a little bit smaller than me because I'm thick, like that shit, like she said, it's embarrassing. To say that I was raped by someone as like random and just, just him is embarrassing. So all of these girls like having to come out and say they were raped by this man and not only were they raped but they were raped by coercion so therefore you have to sit back and like explain where your own anxiety and your own like personal issues come into the situation it's just like and then just like the kind of the questions you ask if someone's in that vulnerable and someone's like constantly like okay well why didn't you leave well, mm -hmm. why did you stay what a, like it feels like someone is starting to blame you for letting the actions mm -hmm. happen, happen to you where it's just like you can't control you, your body. Yeah, once you're in a shock, your body goes into a shock. It's trauma response. It's, yeah. It's a clinical well, thing. Well, when I asked him about, you know, how in the world do 15 girls all come up with the same story, you know, this is, this is what he had to say. Long story short, I was set up. A person, I can't say this person's name, but long story short, after the movie came out, somebody was not faithful to their spouse. They weren't faithful. But instead of telling their, their spouse, hey, I cheated, they didn't want to do that. So instead, they made up these false allegations about me and said I did something to them that I didn't do. Then the spouse said, okay, if this really happened, then tell your mom. The person's mom is a cop. This, this, specific, this specific person told the mom, the mom put me in jail, blasted me to the news, and paid other people to make 
false allegations and police reports on me to keep me in jail longer. My response to that is I would love to see the money. <laughs> like, if that's the case, show me the money. He's like, barely paying for therapy. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's... Here, another big thing for me, too, is, like, I'm a witness in this case, so I'm no longer a victim on this case. That means when things are awarded to people at the end of the case or if they win, it's not awarded to the so witness. So let's, let's clarify that. So you currently are on the case where there are charges leveled against him with these other women. Mm -hmm. You are not. I'm on this but, case as a witness, so but I'm you, not. But you're not on as a victim. Not anymore. But you are a victim. Yes. Okay. So I have to say allegedly for the cameras, but a victim. Okay. I am a victim, but... And I want to also, because this was asked, like, asked about me, there are paperwork and things that say that I have insufficient like, evidence. evidence and information, and that's not true. I have lots of evidence and lots of information, but what, what is What evidence do you have? For example, just the fact that he's had to de delete the DMs, the fact that I told the police like, where he lived and his address, his old phone number, like... The fact that there are 20 plus girls with the same story, you know, like that should be evidence enough. Like, but see, with, with them, I mean, they're probably looking for a rape, rape kit or a video mm -hmm. or a text message acknowledging something or something like that. But there's, you have to think, like, I didn't even realize I was raped until about a week after. Mm. I didn't realize what had happened to me until a week after. I saw him the day after. I went to a bowling alley and he comes running up behind me and gives me a hug like things are normal. He texts his, vic he will text his vic victims and try and convince them that it was consensual and but that you had it's, DM'd him the next day though, right? I had, then you had messaged him we had text message correspondence. He kept messaging me trying to make it seem like it was like, and a, he'll do that. He yeah. did that with me. And then when I was responding, like, then he tried to like come and see me because I went into a pain, like I'm going to, and then he rushed to my house because he wanted to like keep me calm and like not have me, I guess, go off and tell people like what was going on. But one thing that's clear too is he is a narcissist. So oh, in his he's mind, he's a sociopath. But in his, well, I will say before I did the interview, I definitely thought of him as a narcissist because I remember him bragging about how big his penis was and his relationship <laughs> with Halle Berry. What he had said to me that I didn't say in the last interview was that he had come to me, he knew I owned Hollywood Unlocked. What he had said was, I have a video of Halle Berry giving me head. If I give it to you, can you put it out? Mm. And I said to him, you will literally destroy, your, your career will be destroyed. Like, they will come for you. Like, yeah. it's Halle Berry. Um, and I want to get into that relationship later. But I, at the time, I remember him being a narcissist. And then having watched the interview play back, I see the sociopath behavior for me. And in my opinion, you know, um, I don't know that he's diagnosed as sociopath, but in my opinion, there was no emotion. There was no acknowledgement of any participation in anything. There was just... It was all like, everybody's against him. He's done nothing wrong. And then what I was really disappointed in was in giving him the platform to just share his, his, his part or his, his position on everything, he then went and used the interview to weaponize it against all of you mm -hmm. by posting and promoting on his social media like he had us in his pocket, which was not the case. So I want to be very clear. Why I allowed him to use the platform was we had just interviewed Raz B, and we've had people who have been victims, and we've had people who have been accused of things that they haven't done, allegedly. And I just wanted to provide a space to kind of fill them out, but it wasn't until the end of that interview that I go, there's more here than, 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 than he's acknowledging. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I mean, I remember taking Spanish in high school and learning simple things like hola and other greetings. Now that now thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app, there's an addictive, fun, and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad to the Dominican Republic, connecting in a deeper way with your family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. 
Now, I can tell you, as much as I love to travel around the country, I like to know that I know what I'm talking about wherever I go. And I travel to Miami and the Dominican Republic a lot. So I chose Spanish so that way I could learn a little bit more Spanish. Babbel's 15-minute lesson makes it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. I take my lessons in the bathtub while relaxing after a long day. And you can choose how to do whatever you want. Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind, things you'll get used to in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use our promo code UNLOCK. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code UNLOCK, for an extra three months free Babbel language for life. And I appreciate you giving us the opportunity because I don't think a lot of these news sources, they take it as a joke, but they don't realize that what he's doing is taunting or his victims. Or they want to interview us and then like twist it in a way mm -hmm. to like promote him still. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you can't twist none of this, boo. I, I left everything that I've ever said about him up because I'm standing on what the hell I got to say. Yeah. I stand up and say what I got to say because I have people in my inbox daily friends who won't go to detectives because they feel embarrassed mm -hmm. they feel like they don't got enough proof they don't feel like anyone's gonna care or now it's so many people on a case like at first the second time so many people was calling the detectives like they've had to drop people because so many people was calling in mm -hmm. the first time in october 20 uh 2018 when he got arrested so many people called that like you couldn't even call in to get into like talk it was to like them. if you're they calling for Kaylin Walker like please leave a message with this detective if you're calling about this case so many like, girls were calling it it was a whole thing so that's why the second time he got arrested they got him for a bigger warrant um, because they had so many people from that came up that came up after October 2018 I guess after the supposed cop girl. Um, one with the mother. So, do, are you aware of who this cop is, or do you know anything about that? You've not been contacted of, by her. I first heard about that he got arrested because of the viral photo of him having a girl thrown over his shoulder was actually drugged in that photo, mm -hmm. and that girl was raped, and that was who came. Like she told someone, and then came they, they started you know, helped her go to the cops, and like it came out, and that was from the October 2018 mm -hmm. thing, and then. This thing has been from all of us coming forward after that. Mm -hmm. They, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the police department themselves like put out like stuff. Yeah, in the it news. was LAP. Yeah, yeah, LAPD had posted. That's We're how the article about him, and that's when all of us started coming forward. I went to the LAPD site mm -hmm. and put in my thing, and that's when I got contacted and. Yeah, it's been a long three years. Like, it's aggy to feel like he's out on bail and I could go anywhere now and he might be there. Mm -hmm. Well, and you've been very vocal about the DA, um, the, the Los Angeles District Attorney, for releasing him on bail without notifying the victims or without even acknowledging uh, you all. <laughs> yes. That, the fact that I found out that this man was out of jail over Twitter, 
that shit broke my heart because this man is so dangerous and there's obviously like a cover-up and something going on in this case and it just breaks my heart that this is women of color, a group of women of color, and the fact that all of these women are being dismissed. If we were a bunch of like white girls mm -hmm. coming forward, 20 plus white girls coming forward mm -hmm. saying that he raped us, this case would have been over with the year it started. We're three years in, like, and that's another thing too. We're three years in. What do we have to get out of this? Being on this ride for you or more than three years, but for three plus years, like, what do we get out of it other than hate mail and like disrespectful bullshit? Yeah, people coming at us like oh, saying you deserve to be raped and all sorts of crazy whatever. shit. Like, yeah, no, like I didn't. So, what, but were you guys engaged with the district attorney? Like, was there? The dis sorry, the district attorney. You asked me about that. So the new district attorney, DA Gascon, has made changes which include not telling the victims in like the formal way of telling victims that someone's let out of jail. So there was a system failure, as the detective put it, that we didn't find out. Also, I think another one of his changes are they cannot dictate what his work is, which is why he's able, again, to work with minors and children and women again, which is how he raped them in the first place, which is photography, and he's doing that again. So that... Which is not an uncommon thing for photographers to do. So it's just like, there's plenty of photographers who've done that with women. So it's just like, why would someone just make that type of thing up? Like, yeah. And so now let's talk about Halle Berry, because I know there's been a lot of conversation about that relationship. I put it in the interview, what he had told me about her, said it again today. Um, and Hallie, I didn't say that. That's, that's what he said. I'm just telling you. Um, there's rumors that she bailed him out of jail. Do you know anything about that? Mm -mm. So I'm going to be very careful how I say it. So my dad called the detective because there was a certain point where I stopped having uh, communication with the detectives. Um, and my dad was speaking to her and he recorded the conversation and asked her. He obviously didn't straight up ask, like, you know, is Halle Berry bailing him out? But like asked her in other words and she said yes in other words but like that there's not enough evidence to support it so i honestly don't know what her involvement is but i do know she has a movie out with him on netflix and the fact that she is so silent on a man who she created and her his publicity uh, largely comes from her like the fact that she hasn't said anything about a bunch of black women being raped as a black icon honestly breaks my heart and is super disappointing. Like, I don't know what she has to do with it, but the fact that you can't say mm -hmm. anything while this is going down that and you're putting money and publicity in his pocket with a Netflix movie says it all. Because he bragged about them. Like, I heard about them, like, 2017. Like, What did you hear about them? I heard that they were, met, like, he wanted to brag and bragging to people that he was messing with, Holly Berry. Like, mm -hmm. well, his page is deleted now, but he used to, before he deleted all his photos, he posted photos of, like, them at a restaurant or, like, them together, trying to, like, brag of, like, them together outside of even the movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to, like, act like he didn't, I believe that he said that to you. I believe everything that y'all are saying because bits and pieces are adding And there up. are other girls, too, who have come yeah. forward and, like, I mean, I personally, there was a video because I, during the time that he was raping me and like attempted to rape, like at the beginning of it, he sh pulled out like a phone with like a photo roll of women. And I don't know if they're all women he, he raped and they didn't know that like they were being recorded, but then he like quickly flashed me this and was like, and this is me and Halle Berry having sex and then like pulled it away. Mm -hmm. I can't ID her because it was a very like, but the fact that that interaction even happened, like him even using her. Well, as he, a, he told me he has the video. I mean, he asked me if I would help him put it out. 
So why do you think Halle Berry is so quiet? Because on one hand, Kehlani, who's not a victim of rape, but may have been involved with him in the past, has been very vocal in supporting all of the, uh, the people accusing him. But then Halle Berry's been silent. Why do you think she's been quiet? I don't know. I feel like she's, she's just, you know, in her world. Like, I, she's like, so I feel like some people, to separate stuff, they just like try to ignore it completely and just not acknowledge things. So it's just like, oh, if I don't acknowledge it, it's not, I'm not doing anything, but I'm not engaging either. But it would really help, like, when I see her post on Twitter, I really get annoyed that she's like trying to be a black advocate. Like, trying, <laughs> not even that, just trying to be like kind of, because COVID, you know, a lot of actors and stuff are trying to get more hip online and stuff. So she's making little videos and stuff. And I'm just like, I know you see this. Everyone sees this. So mm -hmm. why aren't you using your platform to say something where people visibly see you've worked with him, you visibly put in the check in his pocket, visibly where we're hearing that you are supporting him, which makes us extra uncomfortable to even speak up more because it's Halle Berry. Do you think it's because of their past relationship, maybe? I think so. Possibly. I, I think it has, well, I think something transpired. I don't know if she's being blackmailed or I don't know if she's mm -hmm. in on it. And that's mm -hmm. the thing that that's where it's a little like, I don't know. Cause like nobody's really seen this video. It's not out yet. So that's still power that he can hold over her. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that that's the situation because I can't imagine and as a black woman watching another like group of black women suffer like this and not saying anything personally. About someone you know. Yeah, personally I can't imagine doing that, mm -hmm. but that's Or her. at least even at least distance yourself from mm -hmm. them. Yeah, that's tell, that's tell Netflix to pull the movie Yeah, that's down. what I'm, I'm like, just those Release little things. Just that's, those little things that I'm like, she that doesn't would have even to be up. a big push. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't even have to speak up. Like right now, when you go on Netflix, the fact that you can see his face, the fact that he may be getting money from this. I mean, I don't know. I don't know Netflix's deals, but like, the fact that you had the opportunity to say, actually, no, not that movie, and you didn't, says a lot. And that really, like, that just breaks me. I fucking look up to Halle Berry. I did. Like, I looked up to her so much. So, like, to think that, like, this black icon that I've looked up to, I'm sure you've looked up, looked, looked up to, and, like, other black women look up to, like, ignore this shit is sad. So have all the other women that have alleged sex assault against, uh, that he sexually assaulted you, have you all built a tribe? I mean, are you all in contact with each other? Is it's kind of it not even like you got to build a tribe. It's kind of, you, they're your friends. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of them are my friends. I've gone to shoots after the situation, like, speaking about it, and multiple girls like, oh, yeah, I met up with him. He seemed weird, so I just stayed away from him after that. Or he tried to meet with me and set up something, and I didn't like it. Or this actually did happen to me, but I don't feel comfortable saying anything yet. Mm -hmm. Or since now some people want to say something because they're just so tired of, like, keeping it in and feeling like, yo, he still ain't locked up, like, <laughs> yeah. that they feel like they have to say something. And that's where it's just, like, I'm at a point where, like, I have to say mm -hmm. something. I felt good knowing Bill was locked up and, you know, you know, all Who's these. Bill? Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Forgot about him. <laughs> I was glad he was locked up. R. Kelly locked up. I'm glad all of them was getting their justice. So I was like, okay, like, if these niggas could get their justice, he should, he's no rock away, so it's kind of irritating and him just bragging like charges are getting dropped. They're not getting dropped because you ain't do nothing. You're They're getting dropped because people. you have a really high expensive ass team and they're just trying to keep going through the stuff and see which material is strong enough to keep and what to make it go down a number. But that don't mm -hmm. mean that he That's ain't still raped 10 them. 
if half of the charges were dropped, hypothetically, let's say, and it I'm pretty sure, 10. yeah, it'd still be around 10 because there's 21 plus pending. And these are the girls that they chose to come forward. But there's they chose 20 to have charges. What, is there 20 charges? From what I've been, I've seen and what I understand. I'm, 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 I'm confused at why he's been in jail for three years and then there's all these open charges of rape and he's out. Not even yeah. saying that I'm alleging he's guilty because I wasn't mm -hmm. there. I'm just saying as a lay person, you have 10 or 15 people saying you raped them and you have charges, felony charges, and you've been in jail for, for, three, for three years. Wait, hold on. You've been in jail for three years. How do, why are you just out now? I mean, because his argument is, it's clearly because I'm innocent. No, it's no, because it's of, of COVID. Mm. And it's because he paid that $400,000, which was a little bit of percent of the $4 million. That's why he got out. Mm -hmm. They let him get out to pay that little coin and sit out. He ain't free. He still got a whole trial that's in May. And that's just a preliminary trial, which I'm tired of that. Of like, is it not, like the fact that he's out and so active on Instagram against you guys and um, doing interviews. Um, on one hand, people could say, well, he's out fighting to protect his good name. On the other hand, people are like, yo, you should shut up until you go through the at court the, process. At first what, I was what do you think it is? At first I was irritated, but then I was like, you're just creating a bigger hole for yourself. And just like some criminals, they get out of jail, they're like, oh, I'm going to do it different. I'm going to get out. I'm going to move a little slower. I'm gonna, he thought his little lay low and then do a big reveal on his little photography page was going to like, I guess change things and have girls speak out against us and make girls drop all these videos to speak out against us and then threaten them when they're like, hold up, actually I don't want to deal with you because I'm seeing things are more than what you've told me. Mm -hmm. So this video recently went viral of KR hiking where he ran into a fan who recognized him from being labeled a rapist and um, this is how he attacked him. So when you guys saw that video, what did you think? That brought me so much joy, and I'm sorry to laugh, to smile and laugh. My mom sent it to me. Here's the thing. I personally, and this is my personal belief, I don't think we're going to get justice through, like, the system. So for me to see that he can't walk down the street, he can't go on vacation, he can't do anything without having to turn over his shoulder and wonder if he's going to see the dad, the uncle, the brother, the cousin of a girl he raped, that's It's peace. a guilty conscience. Mm -hmm. you just, that guiltiness, is, that spirit is just eating on. That's why every day he's just like, ah, oh, these people are coming, da-da-da. Mm -hmm. Like, when no one's even speaking to him, or he's just like, oh, these people are da-da-da, and just looking so angry and so crazy. And it's just like, if you really did nothing... We wouldn't have known he was out. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be so mad. I, if I literally was innocent, I'm not going to be sitting there making videos threatening people, attacking people. That just mm -hmm. shows even more that you are rapist, that you harm but people. But isn't that the sociopath behavior? Yeah, it's like you're harassed, you've harassed Kaylani every day after because she spoke up for us. Mm -hmm. And because she has a bigger platform and you mad because of whatever ego shit. Well, what I thought her. was interesting during the interview, and again, I have explained to Kaylani my role in the interview was just letting him talk because I feel like if you let a clown talk long enough, you'll know where the circus is at. Mm -hmm. And I just think that, like, him offering up how she had an abortion. I have five sisters. Some have had abortions. Some have had miscarriages. Nobody's It's a woman's body. It's her choice. I felt it was a dig 
Um, it was a, and I felt he was using my platform at that time to do it. And that's why I was saying what I was saying to him. But what I was saying to Kaylani was, let him talk. Let him talk. Let him fight with people in the woods. Let him attack. <laughs> let him do all those things. Because there's still a trial happening. Mm -hmm. He still has to go before and a, a jury and, and explain how. And sit online you know? for a living. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just like the more you do this, the pages getting reported, the more you keep trying to make pages talk and stuff, there you just. Like, there are lots of girls who are upset that are reporting you. Like, yeah. I know your ego thinks Kaylani is doing it, but guess what? You've pissed off a bunch of other girls I've that you still are to address. Pages. Yeah. I got the photography page. Oh, God. Like, you are still to address, like, all of these girls, but you're so quick to address Kaylani. And so, so when you look back over your experience and your experience, I ask you both individually. I ask you at the same time, but answering individually. When you look back over, you, like, how it all went down, because there's mm -hmm. girls who are coming to L.A. or New York looking to get into fashion. I literally just adopted, not adopted legally, but, like, took a, a young guy in my house who I see has ambition, who wants to get in the industry, who read my story, who wanted to uh, make it, but was being taken advantage of. So mm -hmm. I said, let me help you out. Mm -hmm. There's other people out there that may not have a Jason, but are being taken advantage of. Were there signs when things were happening that you were like, that, that now you look back and go, mm -hmm. damn, I wish I would have caught that. Mm -hmm. I take a full comedy for myself and the state that I was in to even allow that to happen. Was it a state of, what, desperation to put be put on, um, to figure it out? No, was it hunger to make he it? He couldn't put me on the shit. Okay. Um, for me, I was, first of all, I was new to L.A., just moved out here. I just got a relationship. I had nowhere to go, really. I just was finding where I was staying to even lay my head, like, to make sure I have money in my pockets. Like, I got all that going on, on top of just depression. So, all that going on, and if anybody, when you're in this state of, like, lowness, if someone's just around just being kind, even for two seconds, you're like, wow, somebody's being kind, and you kind of let a little of your guard down and I feel like that's why he tried to sell me that story of him trying to help my friend out and do all this stuff to try to make it seem like he's safe he's caring he's cool don't feel don't you don't need to keep your guard up with me you need to keep your guard down mm -hmm. and that's where you kind of mess up. So do you up. think one of the signs that you had or sign, if you look back one of the things that you acknowledge is you probably shouldn't let your guard down? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. What about you? I feel multiple ways about it. I personally don't even really want to take accountability for it because at the end of the day, no matter what I would have done, I would have been raped that day. Mm -hmm. And I want you to know that too, no matter what oh, you no, done. Oh no, I know that. He's a sick person. He was going to try to rape me either way, but for me, I also can, like, as a person who may be a victim in a situation, I try to look at myself of like, I'm not a victim mm -hmm. because you know, I was in a fucked up situation. I was in a vulnerable situation where, you know, I might have allowed someone to take advantage of me. And let me be clear. I'm not asking you to take any oh, responsibility no, 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 no. for what oh, he did. Oh, no. I'm just this saying for, for the young girls or yeah, young no, guys this, who are out here being is, taken yeah. advantage of right now, what are some of the signs you saw then that oh, okay. had, had it turned on a light for you that maybe we can turn on a light for them? People who try to sell you a dream. People who are yeah. trying to... Instead of give it to you. And yeah. If they try, try to be like, oh, you know... I was, I'm trying to help this person, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. They ain't doing shit. Mm -hmm. Don't even listen to it. As soon as you feel uncomfortable in the situation, 
get up out. Your instincts. Yeah. Like as soon as you feel that um, like that's what I like. That's what it really is. Like mm -hmm. as soon as you feel uncomfortable. Did you ignore those instincts? Yes. And did mm -hmm. you ignore those? Mm -hmm. instincts? I feel like as soon as you feel uncomfortable, you need to get out. Not and no even, one teaches you that. No one teaches you that when you feel uncomfortable, you need to get out. I agree and I disagree, and here's why. I think we have to remember, too, like, there are trauma responses involved in this, and I think that, like, we don't talk about trauma responses. Like, my instincts were going crazy, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm in a shitty-ass situation. While it was happening. While it was happening, but... While it was happening, like, walking to the car happening? Like, walking to the car, like, him talking to me, like... Walking around you in the bathroom, uh, Yes, at like, I knew that I was so in you a... Knew you, were in a bad, you, were, you knew you were in a situation. But because of the kind of human I am, and because of my past traumas, I'm a people pleaser. So to get out of situations and to fix situations mm -hmm. and to survive, Same. my survival mode is, let me please this person so, so they don't hurt out. me. So I can get out of the situation. And that goes back to why girls are scared to come forward, because mm -hmm. it's like, he chose the right people. He chose people who have a past of trauma as people pleasers, knowing that we would take that on as ourselves, which is why all of these girls probably feel guilty as shit. I still haven't let go of the guilt of like being there that day and being naive and letting someone like him rate me. And, you that's, know? and see, I think that's where it's like the difference from the difference where I'm like, that's the accountability of like, nah, like you didn't, that mm -hmm. wasn't. He was going to be who he was. If he didn't get you that, he was going to try to get you another type of mm -hmm. way. He was going to eventually hit you up. Even if you didn't hit him up, he would have tried to hit you up later because that's just how the way he moving, how he's moving now just shows that going back into photography, getting girls to make videos mm -hmm. against them. And he's still doing photography now? Yeah. He's still doing he's photography trying. with... So In I, Boston with his girlfriend that he's using as a face to get girls. Well, actually, his girlfriend is now his wife. So under laws, he has to be protect. He has to be with another human while he's shooting other girls or while he's around other women. Mm -hmm. if, is my he cannot be alone with other women. Which he has been, well, by the way. Which he can't be forced to testify either. Yes. But by the way, I would like to point out, he has been alone with other women since being out on bail. These women have come forward to the detectives, and we haven't heard anything. So, like, there have been girls who have come forward with their underwear from that night. So there's definitely a cover-up and something going on. Like, the detective from this case is now from sex crimes to robbery. It took me, like, five to six days to get a hold of her. And she doesn't respond to emails. And they've changed our, like, detective on our case, like, three times, mm -hmm. like, since this happened. They just keep taking the person off and, like, putting someone on, he like, has, someone new on. He has lawyers, and these lawyers have power. His lawyers... Keep in mind, I understand, like, of course, like, when you get served, someone comes and serves you in person. During COVID, people don't serve you in person. And when you get served in person, it's normally because you failed to answer something that was sent to you. Mm -hmm. He had people come to me in an unmarked car, which he could have sent a police officer, by the way. He had a man in an unmarked car come and serve me in person during COVID, knowing that that was going to intimidate me. What did they serve you with? They served me with a subpoena to show up in court, which I never heard from anybody. I didn't respond to it because I'm like, fuck you. Like, you're not, <laughs> you know, like. What, KR served you? KR's people to, served to, me. To come as a witness for him? Yes, even, uh, to come in as a witness and to show up in court, even though he doesn't know me and he's never met me in his life. He thought it was important to do that, yes. <laughs> but, but he's claiming he's never met you. Yeah, but he subpoenaed Because he did you. say during the interview, did you watch the interview that yes. I did with him? Okay, in the interview he said that there were so many girls who had never even met him that are making these allegations. What is that just narcissism again or, yeah. or complete like delusion? Yeah. That's him trying to erase whatever in his own head. He just got to keep saying this, I guess saying it out loud to make him think that he really didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But oh, yeah. it's clearly in his action showing that like you're guilty. Well, by the way, um, when he did the interview and he said, oh, there was a girl who accused me and then her mother was a cop and she paid all these people. Somebody in the background, we had a technical issue. 
somebody in the background said, don't say that. And so we, when we came back on, he said something completely different, but we cut all that out and put what he actually said yeah. in. Because I actually wanted, he was, he, if we had not had the technical issues, I think he would have kept talking on himself and mm -hmm. telling his business because he was really in it. Um, so he's been very vocal against Kehlani. Kehlani's been very supportive of you. What do you think that's about? I, first of all, I want to start this by saying Kehlani has nothing to do with this. Kehlani has nothing to do with the fact that this man raped children, this man raped women unconscious, this man raped over 20 plus women, and those are just the women's, women reported. So Kehlani has nothing to do with it. I am forever grateful for her for bringing publicity and bringing her voice forward to speak on this and taking the hits that come with it because she he's attacked her. Personally. Yeah. Well, she don't know me personally. He doesn't know me personally either. And so for him to come and attack her but then not address the people who he's mm -hmm. actually hurt is like, it's very obvious that it's for publicity. Mm -hmm. And you know what? <laughs> I said this the other day, I'll say it again. Like, he keeps claiming that we want publicity, we want all these things. If we want all these things, I would have claimed that I got Kehlani pregnant or some crazy shit like that. Like, well, why the fuck on him? Did he do a song too? Yeah, he did a he song. He made a whole song diss track, I guess, about her and some other people and just keep, but the funny thing, he keeps talking around, but I'm like, I spoke up, you ain't never mm -hmm. bring up my name because you can't say that you don't know me. And we're I got proof to see that you know me. Mm -hmm. Oh God. You can't, you can't say that. It's people that's been around the same vicinity to see that you know me. Mm -hmm. So to, to, I'm like, him attacking Kehlani is really just showing his true colors. Like, you're still harassing a woman. And him trying to be like, they're attacking a black man. Well, what I thought <laughs> was interesting on the interview, he said, um, I said, is there anything you want to say to Kehlani? And he said, after he said she had an abortion, after all the things he said about it, he says, if you'd like to talk to me privately, we can. Yeah, and I just felt like, are you listening to yourself? Did you see his story kept being like she had to make a public apology, apology or he shit, was going to yeah. leak the video of her? Yeah. Like, twi he did that sh for two weeks mm -hmm. yeah. until they deleted his page. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if um, each of you had to send a message to K KR, what would you say? I've already spoken to you, so you know how I feel. And no matter what happens, if they decide that you're guilty or not, you will live as a guilty man. Forever, whether it's in jail, whether it's free, you'll live as a guilty man forever. And in regards to his girlfriend, Hannah Joy Rosenall, I really pray that you're safe and you're okay and everything is going okay with you because personally me, I just can't imagine being a woman who supports a man with 20 plus rape allegations and helps him. But I hope that you're okay and I hope nothing bad is happening to you. Well, what I have to say is that I hope you go to jail. I hope you rot in jail. I, I, I have no qualms to you living a successful, happy life. Um, because regardless if you go to jail or not, every day that I live, I have to live with this. Every time I watch TV and see someone get assaulted, I have to think about when I got assaulted and didn't leave. I have to think about people who've spoken up and didn't get justice. Like all of that. So I hope every day that you breathe is suffering. Mm -hmm. I hope every day that you breathe is hard. I hope when you wake up, go outside, you can't breathe. Mm -hmm. Because that's how it feels like inside some days. So I really hope, K.R. Kalon Walker, mm -hmm. that your life is suffering. Mm -hmm. I hope that you and your partner, Hannah, who has watched me, but you, you know, if you ain't done that, why y'all watching me? Mm -hmm. Um. But I hope you one day wake up and speak up and use your voice and yeah.
because no one's making false allegations against this man. He's nobody. Mm -hmm. He's not. He's not doing shit for anyone. Anyone. Well, well, Sydney and Tierra, I just want to say I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk to you. I know we tried to do this online, and thank you for being patient. And I also appreciate you having the courage to, you know, come and have this conversation. Most of the women that support Hollywood, most of the people that support Hollywood don't like the women. I have five sisters. Um, and I can't imagine them being in this, the space that you are. But I love that you said earlier, I'm not a victim. You're survivors. And mm -hmm. the fact that you're standing in your truth. Um, and you're holding someone that you say has taken advantage of you accountable in a very public way is a, is a good thing. And so I just want to thank you for having the courage to come here and, and share your story. Thank you for And I'd also us. like to say, you know, to the district attorney of Los Angeles, you have a responsibility to keep this community safe. You ran on that when you wanted Jackie Lacey to lose her job. So you have to stand in that. And if you have two women here and 18 others that are saying they've been sexually assaulted, you should have somewhat of a moral responsibility to keep in touch with them and let them know what's happening. But also say if you're a woman that's been attacked or a man that's been attacked, if you've been sexually assaulted by anybody famous or not, make sure that you're out there trying to get help. And again, thank you so much for coming and sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.